0: <clears throat> Welcome to our weekly shiur. I can't say where because today is Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. Simply speaking, halachically, So tomorrow Wednesday. Tomorrow Wednesday, Meitz Hashem. Is that above? So tomorrow night we can't learn. If Chas Shalom Tishuvah does happen, it's not in the Hafechtay Yomtiv, Chas Shalom um, Chadidah, we're not in the Tzral, we're not in Yir Shalayim Rakhidish, and the Bezamilish Hashtishi. I will not take culpability for being a Chaser <coughs> Amunah, a lack in Amunah that the Sheikh is going to come today. I'll be able to give the shit tomorrow night because the fact is that right now we have to live according to halacha. Halacha dictates as in Allah uh, to learn on and therefore. Which is not, of course, the acceptable way to live. According to nature, today is Zion Menachemov. Tomorrow is Ches Menachemov. Hence, tomorrow night is Tisha B'Av. Harsh, painful, but mostly regretful if Chasar Shalom we would have to be subjugated once again to a Tishab in Ingolos. Ad Mosai. Dedication, of course, to Shalom, but Yeshua, Zal. And unfortunately today, to the loss of Marachai ben Salach. Maybe I believe he had another name, I don't remember which one it was. Hello, Shalom, Who, tragically today, at the age of 67, was nifted in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Her motive was... A powerhouse. Those who knew him had no choice but to love him. He just ex- he just gave off. He radiated simcha. He radiated happiness. He radiated, he radiated joy. You just felt happy being next to him. two of my sons have a picture standing with him he's holding a bottle of Zegseneitska Everclear not drinking it they're just holding it it's melty. very special in the sent sends him his family in a Shama and send the ultimate war of a Kitzvranu Sheikh Ne'afaru and he will be standing on the forefront in front of the Rebbe Malachah ha'mashiach, As the Rebbe takes us out of Golos, each Chassid of each cries needs to know and believe that their Rebbe will lead them out of Golos. It's a must. It's a, a given, as we say. If a, a chassab is mekusheh to his Rebbe, it's like a sheep being bound to the shepherd. It is a sheep and a shepherd. And the sheep must always follow the shepherd. He may never doubt the shepherd he may never push away the shepherd sheep needs to blindly faithfully complete faith follow the shepherd if however the sheep finds that the shepherd is feeding other sheep more than them looking after the other sheep better than them and the sheep finds another pasture, finds another shepherd, can A chosid with the rabbi is unwavering. This is my rabbi, and this is whom I follow, and this is whom I believe will lead me to the Ulamites HaShleimah. Now, obviously, a melech leyam is no king without a nation, and therefore, in order for a rebbe to be a rebbe, there has to be a chassidim, there are true chassidim. <coughs> Mati was not one such soldier, totally dedicated and devoted to the rebbe's dnyanum set up yeshiva, smicha program, he, 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 he just all on his own money. All of his own kreches. How? Oh. He is amazing this very day. And the gulah mitis vashlema in the day of the sheikh said, Keno, Amen. Keno, This week's Pasha is Pasha's Veskhanon. But unfortunately for Pasha's Veskhanon, it loses a lot of its glory, a lot of its fame, a lot of its pictures. Which Shabbos is this Shabbos? And the answer is Shabbos Nachmu. (laughs) Shabbos Nachmu. Isis Pashavitz Hanan. And it's only the Haftedah is Nachmu. (laughs) Shabbos Nachmu. A ritual. A ritual among Kval Yisrael. Shabbos Nachmu. Where everybody goes, nobody knows. But nobody stays home. If you're home, you close your windows, your shutters. Nobody should think you're home. Fe! Shabbos Nachmu! Salamay said us. Halalai. don't mind a nice, quiet, empty show. Shabbos Nachmu. I'm not repeating the story of Hashem Sopalya told it, I think more than twice um, go back to Shabbos Nachmu Shirim, and you can hear the story of Shabbos Nachmu why is it called Shabbos Nachmu as we said the Haftarah begins Nachmu Nachmu Ami Yemar Aleykechem this is the first Shabbos after Tishbev, always and since the Vodum is read before Tishabav always, Vezchanon is read after Tishabav always. Hence, Veshanan is Shabbos Nachamu. The Churban, the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash, which we mourn on Tishabav, we now begin this Shabbos. We'll begin the Shiva de Nechemta, the seven weeks of condolence. Starting off with Shabbos Nachmu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as we said, gives condolences to his nation. Nachmu, Nachmu, ami. He says it twice. Nachmu, Nachmu, a double condolence now, the hafteda, for those of you who are aware was composed compiled was uh, matched up with the Parshas during a time when Achmar al was exiled against the Yidin and decree that the Yidin were not allowed to hear Kriya Sathayra they were not allowed to lean from the Tera on Shabbos So in order that it should not be forgotten, the Kriya, etc., the Tera, Pashas, the Chachamim, went and they established, they established (coughs) the Haftera. So nobody is reading from the Tera, they are reading from the scrolls known as the Haftera. Ultimately, Baruch Hashem, we returned to the original and once again, we are Zeche to read the Parsha every week. But the Haftada had to have a similarity or something, a memory, a commemoration of the Parsha. So the connection Gula blatantly opens its eyes, to, uh, opens our eyes to it in the beginning of our parsha. Moshe <laughs> davens He davins and as we know, of course, that the he was mspal five hundred and fifteen tviyos, which is gematria of and he says, Let me over, please, let me in. Let me see this holy land. Chazal tell us that the chukah of Mesha, the yearning of Mesha Rabbeinu to go into Eretz Yisrael was so strong that as we just said, he in 515 tefilahs until HaKadosh Baruch Hu screams at him, Enough. It's brought on in Svarim. Sefer, particular that I'm uh, written by an ancestor of mine, the Meghala Mukhas. <coughs> Had Moshe taken the nation into its Israel? Had Moshe built the Besamigdash? It would never ever have been destroyed. It would have existed perpetually. As it will, lost lovely, in the future, in the days of Mashiach. <laughs> so, therefore, in essence, Moshe's tefillah, Moshe's Beseechment was to Akkadish Hu to allow him into Hetz Israel, ultimately causing the Gulamitaz Rashleimah. Shabbos Nachmu, after Tishabav, and therefore comes close to Tuba of. The fifteenth of Av, which you know, the end of the Steins, the Mishnah that talks about two the Hamishas the fifteenth of Av, which says they There's no the Yom Tiv to the Yidden for the Yidin... that parallels to the fifteenth of Av. What is so special? Of, of Tubav and Yom Kippur. It comes after the most horrific time of the year, after Tishabav. And thereby, since we're in the lowest in the valley of valleys, it rises us up to the top and the peaks of the mountains. It's the redemption that comes from within the ghoul, the Indigolus. The and we find just such a thing, if you keep your score at home, the Imara Ta'inus again at the end, Lamed Ahmed Bez, the Imara tells us one of the things that happened, one of the occurrences that happened on Tuba of Shekola boy Mesa Midbar. The Mesa Midbar stopped to die. Stopped dying. Proper English. The Mesa Midbar. After the Miraglum, the Sin of the Miraglum, the spies, there was a decree between 20 and 60 years old, they would die in the desert. What would they do? Every year, the night before Tisha ditch was dug and everybody went into the ditch and they spent the night there came the morning those who did not die got out those who died couldn't get out and therefore on this last year of the 40 years they went into the ditch on Tisha B'av, and they all came out the next morning and they said, whoa, 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 what's going on over here? Maybe we're off on the calculation, the calendar. So the next night they went back in again. And they did this until the moon was full. And they knew the moon was full, it was Tesfavu. And at Tezvav, still yet nobody had died, and therefore they knew that the exera was over. The decree had been finished, been abolished. But in essence, the decree was abolished already on Tishabov. Nobody died that night. On Tubav was only revealed that nobody died on Tishabov yet. So the essence of the miracle took place on Tisha So what is it on Tuba that takes this to a new level? On this day it was revealed the entire reasoning of the Golos and the Hurbin was in order that we should be able to elevate ourselves in the end to the Gula Itzvash therefore since the materialization of the miracle happened at Tubav it was declared Leho Yom Tevin Liso Kimesi but in order to merit and to see the actual redemption and to have the actual condolence, we need to involve ourselves, we need to impress upon ourselves what's being requested from the two different dates Shabbos Nachmu and Tuba'ov. The double, Nachmu Nachmu, the double condolence that we receive. Awakens within the Jew to work to go out there and to spread Yiddishkeit in a double fashion, not just to do a little more than they did before, but to double the efforts. The end game, as we say, from Tubov, is one needs to add a limud again at the end of Titus, if he is going home, the Gemara says, On this day, which the days become shorter and the nights become longer, from here onwards, the Mesif Yisif. needs to be added. Rashi says, everyone that adds Mesif Lele, Salayamim, anyone who starts to add in learning henceforth at night
1: they
0: have their life is extended. If that's the case from this day on we have to add the and then we, re- we reveal the true essence of the er agula. each and every Jew needs to make a Chesh Ben What I do till now to bring the Gula closer, and when one accepts upon himself to add diligently in Teda Emitsis, definitely, immediately, Mashiach Kenu will reveal himself, and he will let note to each and every one of us what they had done to speed up the redemption and may we all merit that today the immediate redemption Amin. Meshirei Rabbeinu continues in his, repr- in his reprimanding the Jews I said I said God spoke these words to the entire assembly. At the mountain, out of the midst of the fire, the cloud, the thick darkness, with a great voice, which did not cease. Maj describes several aspects of God's great voice which did not cease, as it says. This happened at the giving of the Torah. One of those amazing aspects was there was no echo. Echo, echo, echo. How does a lack of echo imply greatness? Really, ostensibly, the mightier a sound, the greater its reverberation. So, if God's voice was so powerful, so loud, it should have brought back an echo. But rather, the giving the tate, however, The fact that there was no echo is not Hasselm a weakness, it was not Hasselm a weakness, but rather it was strength. In fact, The lack of the echo was not despite nature. It was the world's most natural reaction to the infinitely powerful sound of God's voice. When sound waves go out and they encounter a barrier that they can either pierce or penetrate, they bounce back. And they resonate. And this creates what we call an echo. Naturally, more powerful sounds give stronger, louder echoes. But if a sound meets no barrier, you scream out into a desert, open plain. Sound will just go on and on and on. Anything it encounters either absorbs the sound or it can't hold back the sound. So what will cause it from reverberating or giving an echo? this now we understand what happened by Mount Tera when Hashem proclaimed the sound pierced and penetrated all of existence throughout throughout the entire world and the great voice of God traveled without any obstruction therefore naturally it did not cease It didn't bounce back with an echo. Every part of creation, from the most spiritual to the inanimate, felt, permeated, sensed the infinite power of God's voice, and absorbed it and its internal message. And hence there was nowhere to bounce back from. In the parasha we have the Aserah Sadibidist Ten Commandments, but we have as well the Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael Hashem Malikinu Hashem Echod Mm -hmm. and V'ahavtas Hashem Mm Malikacho. love your God the Apostle Yisrael is one of the strongest and greatest principles of Yiddishkeit to believe Hashem Elekenu Hashem Echad God is our God and God is one Oneness. what is one not only that there is nothing else there is no other God there is no other deity besides God deity but God is the one and only true existence there is no other existence apart from God therefore since god's will is the cause of any all existence in the world the true identity that causes existence of every creation is the will of god only because god wills it to continue to exist We see this in the word echod, the last word of the Shema Yisrael. The Rebbe writes, the Frieder Rebbe writes, in a moment of shneches, that the first time the pasuk was said Shema Yisrael to the Yidden was by Matan Teira. And this is something we need to have in mind when we say the pasuk Shema Yisrael every time. Hakadosh Baruch says, Shema Yisrael Anuichi Hashem Aleichem. Hear, O Israel, hear me, Yidin. Anachi I am Hashem Alekechah. To which the Yidin answered, Hashem Alekeinu. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes on to say, La el Achedim, you will have no other gods, to which we answer, Hashem Echad. The word Echod is spelled Aleph Ches Dalit. Each letter respectively, the Aleph is 1, Ches is 8, the Dalit is 4. In the same vein, discussing the intentions that we need to concentrate whilst reciting the Shema Yisrael. We need to think to ourselves, when we say, Shema Yisrael Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, And Hashem Lekechad, To which we answer HaShem Lekeinu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu then told us, And therefore we answer HaShem Echad. But in the word Echad, Very interesting, We have said it before, When the Rebbe would hold his hands on his eyes, For the Shema Yisrael, When the Rebbe said the word Echad, he moved his head in every which direction. Why? It's brought down, say, for Mrs. Cotton. The Dalid is four, represents the four directions: north, south, east, and west. The Ches. Represents seven heavens and the earth, which is eight, and the Aleph teaches us Alufei <laughs> Shel the one and only singular God exists over the heavens, the earth, in all four directions, and this we say we have in mind when we say the word Echad. Which is usually said in a longer fashion. One should pronunciate each letter Echod, and one needs to end it properly saying D, not D, but Echod, that it should be noticeable as a dal they're saying, and not any other letter. So you hear people saying Echot, or something in that fashion. This shows us now also a difference to Lashon and Kedish. Sacred language of the Teda, and other languages. God created the world with ten utterances. Mishnah, Peki Aviz, Mishnah Aleph. They were all stated, of course, in Lash and Kedish. The words in Lash are not arbitrary. Each word, each letter reflects the divine energy that is within this particular object that it refers to and captures the essence of the character of that object. Whereas all other languages formed by human consensus Words don't necessarily reflect anything. Person, man. When you say Adam though, Adam refers to the other, it makes reference to other alien, and therefore it's a direct ex- implication showing that the person exists only because they are connected to other alien. In Aramaic, the translation for Echod is Chad. See in the Targumunculus. The word Chad is chazdalid. again representing all of creation, as we've said before. But it's still missing the Aleph, which represents God. And although the meaning of the word is Chad is one, and the context expresses the idea of God's singular existence, just as the word Echad does, the truth of this oneness is not as obvious and revealed in the Aramaic word as it is in Lashen and V'ya hafta es Hashem One should love God your God, b'chol l'vavcha all your heart your soul and your might Chacham tell us that this love referred to all your soul even if he takes your soul away even at the cost of your very life one needs to love God he keep his court on the Imara Samach Aleph Ahmed Beyes, 61, side 2. And the Imara relates when the Romans took Rebecca to kill him, to execute him, it was the time of the day that one needs to say Shema. As they combed his flesh with iron combs, he was saying the words Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekainah, Hashem Echad, accepting. The kingship of uh, heaven on himself. Imara says, Well, of his came and they said, Rabbi, our teacher, so much so, to this extent, and he replied to them, Call Yomai my entire life. I've been distressed. By the verse, with all your soul, which we say means even if it takes your soul. So, when will I have an opportunity to fulfill this? And now I have that opportunity, I'm not going to fulfill it. And therefore, the heavens were not very happy. And the heavens said to the Talmud of Rebbe One more word out of you, I destroy the world. The Talmud of were not just simple people. Each one, in their own right, was a man of stature. They weren't surprised by the saint of Rabbi Akiva. They could suppress his physical pain and fulfill the myths of reciting the Shema, even while being executed in such a painful fashion. But the Shema proclaims God's oneness, which means nothing exists outside of Akadish Baratma. The true identity of all of existence is the will of God. The will of God causing this to exist, and the Akiva's students therefore understood by the reciting Yisshma at that moment that was declaring that he recognized God's oneness, even when they torture him for the suffer, uh, and he was suffering for the studying of Torah, and therefore they asked even to this point. could Rabbi Akiva actually identify God's singular existence even in this attack on God, on his teva? Rabbi Akiva did not view his execution as a challenge to God's oneness. The opposite, on the contrary. Rabbi Akiva's eyes God's oneness in this world meant that even negative experiences that did not directly contribute toward worship of God were assisting him in his service of God indirectly by allowing him simply to commit to God in spite of them. So much so all his life Rebbe yearned to fulfill the midst of dedicating himself to God to a point of ultimate sacrifice. And now the Romans were offering him that opportunity. He found oneness in God. May we find oneness in God. May we find oneness in God. And may elu the the simcha, the shua and the chama, and. We should go. The Gula mitzvah shleima. I day Today, before Tishav, and there's no no need to fast or to mourn ever again. Malchashem has dima me'al kapanav. All the should have all our tears wiped from our faces. Good Shabbos, and we we'll see you in Yerushalayim today.